Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, and I'm a content creator going by the handle Cheap Lazy Vegan. And I also own a vegan cafe by the same name as the podcast, which is Savage Cafe. And I'm Daniel, also a vegan and one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends currently living in different countries, and we'll be giving our savage take on all things life, veganism, and the latest trending topics. So basically, whatever comes to our minds, because we love to talk. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Savage Podcast. Uh, Today, we want to, of course, talk about what's still happening. I think that for a lot of us, this is the only thing on our minds. However, we do want to give you a bit of a positive, a positive experience today, because I know for the last couple of episodes, we've been a bit of a negative Nancy, haven't we? We uh, definitely have, (laughs) especially if you've checked out our most recent one. I mean, it's, it's quite difficult and, and challenging, like you said, Rose. There's a lot going on with this whole, you know, coronavirus scare globally. And, you know, we said it last time, this is the first time really in our lives that we're kind of facing this kind of global level pandemic. So it's pretty scary. For sure. So it's hard for us to, you know, focus on anything else. But we do want to give you some practical tips today because we want to talk about what you can do uh, in, you know, if you are in self-quarantine, which we will discuss in a second, what you can do to kind of keep your mind busy or to, you know, keep your spirits lifted up. We have a bunch of ideas for you. Obviously, a lot of these you probably already know, but it's nice to have a bit of a reminder. So we're going to discuss that. Yeah. So, but first we do want to give a bit of an update as to what's going on because a lot has changed, uh, since the last episode, because the recording, uh, the, the recordings are <laughs> the recordation, the recordings, the recordations, <laughs> <laughs> the recordations are happening. Uh, you know, the last time we recorded, I think it was last week. Yeah. Wasn't it? So well, a th- lot has changed, of course. Yeah. This is this is the so challenging thing. So we're gonna give you a thing. bit of an update first. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah. is the challenging thing because the last the last well, I know the last podcast that we recorded is on Monday, but it's hard because like obviously we record these and we do want to get them out in a timely fashion, but then obviously there's like the editing process and everything else, so it does take a bit of time, mm-hmm. and everything is moving so fast with this virus. It's like like I mentioned in the last podcast, yeah. uh, in Spain here, it's gone from zero to a hundred overnight. So it's like we're yeah. trying to stay on top of things as much as probably everyone else, but just be mindful if the if the you know the the content that we're pushing out is a little bit behind what's going on just be mindful that you know we recorded it probably a few days before what's happening now if that makes sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we're just you know another thing to note is um you know we're just two people having a conversation like i want you guys to see it as you're just you know we're just kind of sat around the dinner table having Mm -hmm. a nice conversation and we're discussing things as we know it so nothing we say is journalistic nothing we say (laughs) is supposed to be scientific so please keep that in mind we're just two regular people that are you know just experience just uh how do i say communicating what we're experiencing at that moment yeah, no, that makes sense. And that's a really good way to put it. It's like, we're just giving you our our savage uh, take <laughs> or our savage look. It's at, tough as, to be savage ha- right now, hey? I know, this is the thing. I mean, mm-hmm. you. the thing is, everything that's going on, like we said, it's really scary. But like this podcast, I think we're focusing on like trying to stay positive and some really good things that you can do in this, I mean, extra time that you get if you are... Um, mm-hmm 
in quarantine. So I know that not all countries are um, in the same situation that I'm, I am in here in Spain. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe it would be useful for me to kind of like explain the situation here a little bit. I mean, Yes. So, well, I think before we start on the updates, because we both have some major updates, don't we? True. Uh, Before we get started on the updates of what's going on in our local, uh, uh, local, why can't I talk? (laughs) Local climate. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Before we explain that, I do want to say that, you know, I think definitely again, since the last episode, our attitudes have changed quite a bit because Mm. we've found out a lot more. And I think I'm feeling a lot kind of better in a sense because I feel like I understand a little bit more about you know the whole importance of self-quarantine and all of that because I think in the last episode we said that you know if you're feeling symptoms like you need to stay home now I I realize that that's not necessarily um we've realized that that's not necessarily even the case now at this point uh they're advising almost everyone to stay home as much as they can. Exactly. So it's a bit crazy because now we've realized that people could be walking around, walking around with um, this virus, but they may not be displaying symptoms just yet. So yeah. the best thing to do, and it's not necessarily a bad thing uh, because this is the best way to really stop this spread. Mm-hmm. So now that we know this, we have the power of this knowledge. So now we realize that even though you're not feeling symptoms, even though you know you might be perfectly fine, and even though you might be young and not in a vulnerable situation, in order to stop the spread of this, we need to be responsible and staying in as much as <clears> possible <throat> and also listening to our local government and what they're telling us and what the health people Definitely. health people the health professionals are the health us. people you know rose you're, 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 you're off to such a great start i think my favorite moment of this podcast is when you were about to say well you know in the record <laughs> record <laughs> <laughs> the recordings the recordings oh. the recordations are happening okay <laughs> yeah and i think i think you 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 said it really really well there is i think the key um the key takeaway is 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 about responsibility. And I think, yeah. especially I look at our kind of age category and stuff, and yes, it would suck to get this coronavirus. It doesn't sound pleasant at all. But again, mm-hmm. it's not, I'm not scared about necessarily getting the virus. It's that I don't want to pass it on to, you know, loved ones yeah. or other people. And, you know, we could have it, but not know for up to, I think they're saying, and they don't actually five know days? either. Five to, or... five to, yeah. I've seen t- up to 10 days, so I don't know what the what the 100% the truth is, but let's just say five days, you could have no symptoms. And some people don't even get really sick from this. They just, you know, maybe yeah. get a mild cold and that's it. And then yet they'll, they think they have a cold and are passing it on to other people. So I think the key, yeah. the key thing, as much as this kind of self-isolation, it's not fun. I've been doing it. I'm day seven now. Like it's, it's you know, it, it, takes, it takes its toll. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the key is it's about responsibility, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it's good, you know, again, uh, it's, it's a good thing. You know, we have to see it as a good thing because it's at Mm -hmm. least, you know, that means people are taking, you know, the measures necessary to at least try to stop the spread of this. And I think that before a lot of people and myself included, uh, didn't think it was such a big deal because again, I was thinking like, this is what my mindset was because Mm -hmm. I was thinking, okay, so I'm young, I'm healthy. And, um, if I have symptoms, I'll stay in and be responsible. So, you know, that was my mindset. But then now my mindset is, uh, now that I know more of how easily this could spread and how much, you know, we could be potentially, you know, um, when we go outside, someone else might have it that we don't know yeah. and I might catch it from them and then we could pass it around to others. And we've seen that it can spread so fast that, um, yeah. 
you know, every single, every single hour that we're all, you know, trying to do our best to stay in and not be exposed to the virus is potentially more life saved. So, um, now that we know, I don't want to like, you know, shame anybody because I think that there's been so much, you know, conflicting information that a lot of people have not even, you know, we're not aware, you Mm -hmm. know, and now that we are more aware, I want to say that like, I definitely am in the camp of, okay, especially if you're in an area where there is even, you know, some spread, um, recognize that those numbers could be very, um, not accurate. So yeah, they could be under, un, very much underinflated. any sort of contact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. This is the thing they were saying. I mean, and again, these are just estimates, but people are saying, you know, the actual reported yeah. cases is such a small percentage of the amount, yeah. the, the, the real, uh, number of people that have that have it. Cause mm-hmm. you're right. Like in a lot of areas, if people are getting, getting this virus and they think it's just a cold or something, they're probably not yeah. going to go to the hospital. They're probably not going to register it. And they, they could, could have had the coronavirus yeah. and not even known. So yeah. And a lot yeah. of them, they don't, they're advised not to go to the hospital if they um, are displaying any symptoms because A, there's not enough testing kits in most countries, so they can't yeah. test anybody anyway. And plus, if you do have it, you don't want to go to the hospital and expose other people to your virus. So they're, if you're healthy, if you're young, they do advise you to stay in. So again, a lot of people are not reported. So this is why it's important for even people that you think, you know, even if you think you're healthy to try and just stay in as much as possible. And I know it sucks because some people, uh, they, they don't have the choice to stay in because maybe their office is telling them that they have to go in or, you know, they're, they're working at a restaurant and they have to go, or they're, you know, working at the hospital. So, so if you have the privilege and I'm saying this with the, you know, (laughs) I'm saying this carefully here, if you have the privilege of staying in, um, try to t- see it as a privilege um, because some people mm. can't. And I know some people are losing their jobs and it's a very tough situation right now. Yeah. So anyway. Especially, yeah, <laughs> no, no, it is. Yeah. And especially for those workers that aren't, you know, part of like, you know, a lot of big companies and stuff, they'll say, oh, you can work from home or whatever else. But yeah. then there's a lot of other people where they don't have that option and there's people that don't have savings and stuff like that. And this is going to be a very stressful time for them because Uh, you know, rent's still going to be due at the end of the month and let's say their job. That's the thing. Yeah. That's what's kind of like, I don't know. And it's not like you can tell, it's not like you can tell landlords to be like, well, you should just not, you know, charge me. You should just, yeah, because they're also struggling. So it's, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy, but (laughs) we're going to be positive today, Daniel. (laughs) Exactly. Let's put a positive. This is my kind of, you know, I'm very, usually a very positive person. So let's bring out the positive. Let's talk about, let's talk about the the updates. So Daniel, would you like to tell us the kind of situation over there? Yes, for sure. So basically, as many of you know, I'm currently in Spain uh, working as a teacher. So the schools have closed for the next two weeks officially. And they said after these two weeks, they're going to give us an, a kind of update as to what's going to happen. Um, speculation is the schools aren't going to reopen after the two weeks. They're going to be closed for another two to three weeks. Who knows for maybe another month. Um, and my contract, I'm getting paid for this month. Um, they've already confirmed that and everything else. Um, however, we did get an email today from the government just being like, hey, we understand this is a very stressful situation. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of you that might want to consider going back home basically to your home countries because there's a ton of us that are over here doing this. Um, Mm -hmm. And they said, uh, you know, obviously we'll respect your decision. There won't be any like kind of repercussions because we're all on contracts and things like that. Um, And 
you could there there and then and then they put at the bottom of the email we're not telling you that you have to go like you can still stay and yep. finish the program but there's so much uncertainty as to what's going to happen over the next kind of two two months because technically yeah. this, I'm done my contract at the end of May so May 29th was my last teaching day but you know with what's going on and there's two weeks off in April for April holidays anyway so it's kind of like yeah. what am I going to be doing so that's kind of the um, the update over in Spain and at the moment um, we're on day well it's I think it's officially day five, but I've kind of been, this is day seven for me, um, where the country's country's been on lockdown, which basically means all the restaurants, all the cafes, everything is closed except for the grocery stores and, um, places to get gas. So yeah, so gas stations, blah, 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 is closed. Um, and really they're just saying, you know, you, well, they're not saying now you have to be in your house unless the only reason you can be out is to go get groceries. Like I went and got picked up some stuff today, for example. Um, you're allowed to do that. Um, however, if you're just going for a walk or something or just randomly like out, the police will stop you. You can get fined uh, now. Um, so they're taking it very seriously. And they're saying like you only allowed to be out for essential things, basically. Otherwise, stay in your yeah. house. So, yeah. OK, so basically... Um, the development is that in the last episode, you were saying that you can still go outside. Yeah. It's just, you know, but now because here's this is why it's also really important to kind of listen to what the government is saying. I know it's hard. I know we want to rebel against the government and we don't necessarily <laughs> trust the government 100 percent. But this could be what's going to happen. Like for those of us in North America, especially, you know, a lot of us are rebelling and we're saying, you know, we're healthy, we're fine. But that's exactly how you know it spread very quickly in Italy and Spain. Yeah. So it could happen very quickly that the government says, you know what, this is out of control. We need to actually have mandatory lockdowns. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want that to happen, we all have to take collective responsibility, individual responsibility to try and listen when they're telling yeah. us to do something. And I know it's difficult. It's not easy. But anyway, so Daniel, let's talk about what your plan is then. <laughs> if I don't we, know. Um, this is the thing. Right. It's like, cause, cause basically, well, me and Rose were kind of texting about this earlier and we were mm-hmm. going to have a discussion about like yes. whether or not I should book a flight back to Canada. If I can even, this is the thing. If I can even, you know, come back, I think it'll be okay. Cause I'm a Canadian citizen, but you will like, be, you will be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think, but like, it's just a matter of, should I do it? Do you know what I mean? Like I, I think personally what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait until the end of these two weeks and see if there's any mm-hmm. update as to further what's going on with the schools. Right. If the schools are closed still for more time, I think there's not really any point in me, me being here. Do you know what I mean? The whole point of me being mm-hmm. here is to teach in the schools, experience living in Spain. And if I'm just yeah. going to be stuck locked down, I might as well be locked down in Canada. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, so I'm going to, yeah, I think, I think that I, I went back and forth on this and I think my decision is that after the two weeks, these two weeks, I'm going to, I'm going to make a call. And if, if the government's still, you know, this is still, um, schools are still closed, then I'm probably going to leave to be honest. Yeah. I think that's a good, um, good, you know, decision for the time being just yeah. wait until what happens. Cause obviously we've noticed that literally every day something's changed. Exactly. So we don't know what's going to happen. Um, I do feel like I have a feeling it's going to get worse before it gets better. So, um, 
yeah, I think it's a it's a good idea to wait, see what's going on, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the two weeks, or maybe maybe you'll find out before then. That's what I'm thinking. What your decision Hopefully is. this week so, or, or maybe mid next yeah. week. Yeah. Every day, every day you're gonna find out more information and yeah. then you can make a decision at that time. Yeah. And I was just telling Daniel, like, you know what, like it does suck. Like this whole thing is shitty for a lot of people. But at the end of the day, like, you know, we are in a good position in that, you know, so far, like knock on wood, our family is okay. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, you have some savings, you have a place to stay when you come back. It's going to exactly. be okay. So let's just try to keep our chin up basically. No, no, exactly. The, yeah. Focus on the, on the, on the, on the bright side. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Um, so, yeah. So that's the update <laughs> from Daniel. Um, yeah. Spain in mandatory lockdown at this point, mm-hmm. uh, Spanish government. And now the, the numbers in Spain have been growing more and more. Oh my Which god, is it's crazy. Why they did put it. Yeah, so what, what is see, the current? I, on, we, I don't think we should talk about numbers because it does change a bit uh very quickly, but you can you can discuss the numbers. Well, um, we can just contrast is, we can contrast versus yeah, the, so today the last is I think when we were Wednesday, last, March 18th. This is the day of recording. Yeah. yeah, the day of the recordation. But numbers change every single day. The, the yeah. day of the recordation. <laughs> Hang on, I'm but just the numbers looking at the numbers be right changing now. every day. Got it. So just we keep, need to be yeah, it just keeps growing, hey? Mm-hmm. But again, it, it it could mean that we're testing more. It could mean that, uh, so it doesn't necessarily mean it's, you know, it's horrific. It yeah. just means that, you know, we might be testing more. That could be yeah. it. But anyway, tell so me the numbers. So Spain now has, according to this website, the one that we've been using from the beginning mm-hmm, is 13,910 mm-hmm. cases. <gasps> and I, th- I think wow. last time we talked about it, it was like 8,000. Yeah, it was less than 10,000. Yeah. And uh, what are the death rates? Death rate is uh, 623 people. Oh, God. But Italy's insane. Italy has like 30, 36,000 cases now and almost 3,000 deaths. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. I think it's also the Italy. It's so. Okay. It's um, with Italy. I've also heard. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not positive, but I've heard mm. that because the hospitals are so. Um, just so packed and they cannot handle this at the moment i've heard that they've started not uh giving care they've made the difficult decision to not give care to those over 80 yeah have you heard this i haven't heard this but that sounds really sad i know because it's i mean i don't know if there's a right or wrong decision at this moment because yeah of course that's that's just again i don't know if it's true but Mm. um that is what i've heard um yeah. But either way, they are overwhelmed. That's what I know. And that's why and, they, that's what they talked yeah. about. We, we kind of talked about this yesterday when we were we had a Skype we had a Skype drinking date. Um, oh yes, which we'll <laughs> talk about later. Yeah. Um, but we talked. We mentioned about the whole idea of like flattening the curve. So like when these kind of pandemics happen, it's not so much that the governments are trying to prevent it from happening at all because you know what people are going to get get sick and stuff. It's about trying to manage it in such a way that it doesn't overwhelm the hospitals like it is now. Yes. So it's yes. kind of like be, keep those, try to reduce the case numbers any way possible with self, with self isolation and everything else um, yeah. to prevent that like huge spike in, in numbers of people yeah. needing care because then more people are going to die than, 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 um, than probably ne- not necessary. But um, what am I trying to say? People will otherwise, die unnecessarily. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Because there yes. won't be enough equipment. That's why they'll die. Not because they had a really bad case of the coronavirus. So Yes. And also it could be that uh, we were talking about this yesterday as well. It could be that, you know, 
if the hospitals are overwhelmed with coronavirus, there's people that have other issues yeah. that may not be able to get proper care. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing to take into consideration because if we don't, if we are not careful, again, lots of people that uh, yeah. are going to end up in hospitals and then, um, and then people, other people that have other issues may not be able to get the proper care. So that's another problem that could happen. So this is why it's, I think um, we've realized that it's really important to really do what we can in our power. Definitely. To, yeah. Yeah. Oh, should we give my my update? Yeah, let's hear your update, Rose. Tell us what's what's been going on <laughs> in the world of cheap, time. lazy vegan. Fun life update. <laughs> um, trying to be positive. Uh, well, yeah. um, so over the weekend, uh, let's see what happened. Essentially, the local government gave a statement um, saying yeah. that we are now in a state of emergency, mm -hmm. whatever that means, and they've shut down. I believe this was on. Um, Sunday, they shut down all schools as well. I heard so about we've this. shut down. Yeah, we've shut down kindergarten to grade 12, I believe, and probably university too, but I'm not sure. Mm. We also shut down rec centers, any government run rec centers, libraries, um, you know, things like that. And I think I read in the news earlier today that they actually have t told people that we should stop going to like private gyms as well. So yeah. just a lot of, you know, a lot of shutdowns. Um, and and then we've also been obviously told to, you know, try to stay home if we can, work from home if we can. And then yeah. our prime minister made an announcement uh, on Monday saying that he's closing uh, all borders from non-residents outside of um outside of the country other than us but then today he made another statement see this yeah. is why things are changing every single second yeah. he made another statement today that he's also uh banning non-essential travel from the us so anything that's not essential he's banning uh travel from non-residents okay. so lots of lots have changed and so because of the trudeau announcement on monday um if you guys don't know i have a vegan cafe and it's located inside a fitness center a private fitness center and mm. they made the decision on monday after the trudeau announcement that uh, we're going to shut down until at least sunday so for yeah. a week and and then revisit the situation on Sunday. But it seems that we're going to shut down for a longer period. So because yeah. the fitness center is shut down, uh, our cafe also has to shut down, even though some cafes and restaurants are still open. But mm -hmm. I think, you know, at this point, because so many people are advised to stay home, um, I think a lot of restaurants are also going to either close for a while or something. So unfortunately, yeah. we did have to also close our cafe, um, which I mean, it is sad, and I was actually very emotional at that time when I was writing up the the statement. Yeah. Um, not for me, but just the the idea. I think it's just the whole vibe and mm. gloominess, and the fact that I had to tell my employees that we had to um, shut. So they'll be, you know, not working. It's it's a really tough situation. So yeah. unfortunately, we did have to shut down, but um, we're gonna really just have. We're just gonna have to do it. It's it's necessary yeah. at this point. Unfortunately, so. it's, it's mm -hmm. well, we all have to do our like we have to, uh, we all have to do our part and be responsible, you know, and unfortunately, yeah, that's a part of it. If we want to kind of. Yeah. And I heard that the sooner we do this kind of stuff, the better it is for the long term, because if we let it go on exactly. for too long and then do this, we'll have to do it for so much longer. So the fact that yeah. countries are doing it now, I mean, it's still a little bit too late already for some countries, not too late, but like. Yeah they're approaching it a little late it's like the sooner they do it the better the results and the faster we'll mm -hmm. get the results so yeah i think you know being responsible and doing that then hopefully it will yeah. turn out for the best 
very soon. And I was, yeah, and I was thinking about this actually, that actually North America, we have a bit of an advantage. Like the countries right now that are a little bit less in terms of the cases Mm. and, you know, all of that, we actually have the advantage of knowledge because we've seen what's happened. So we've seen, uh, you know, what's happened in China. We've seen what's happened in, you know, Italy and Spain. And we've seen these things happening. So we actually have the advantage of, you know, detecting it early because Italians are now warning us. They're warning the outside people. They're like, yo, this is serious. Like, we need to take this seriously. So now... You know, if we don't take it seriously, we would be, you know, quite foolish because we had the knowledge we had, you know, and they've seen they've shown like trajectories of what happened in Italy and how like one day they had like 50 cases. And then like two days later, it just like blew up and it just came went crazy very quickly. So, you know, I think that even even countries where or even, you know, um, you know, cities or provinces or states that don't that haven't seen many cases I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be so yeah. uh, nonchalant, basically. Yeah. Well, the USA is fastly, uh, fastly, it's quickly growing in numbers. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. they're already almost as much as France now. They have 7,000 something cases in the US. Really? So, you know, it's just a matter of time. And yeah. Wow. So yeah, it's, crazy. it's crazy. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> On a positive <laughs> so we, note. Um, so anyway, uh, well, well, basically, so basically I'm staying home yeah. as well uh, as much as I can. I'm not, I haven't gone outside yesterday. Um, mm. I think we are still technically allowed to go outside. Yeah. So I think I'm going to, uh, well, we'll talk about this a little bit, but uh, yeah, I've been staying in, I stayed in yesterday. And um, so I'm trying to not have any contact with people as much as possible. Um, so, but we will talk about some things now that we um, have kind of given the updates. Yeah. We're going to talk about some positive things. So things we uh, have jotted <laughs> down, <laughs> uh, some, some ideas on mm. what you can do uh, if you are in isolation mode or trying not to trying not to go out, um, mm. because I know it can be that can be very difficult. We've talked about this. It could be a mental health issue. So I think yeah. it's important for us to you know keep reminding ourselves, even though these seem obvious, keep reminding ourselves of what we could be doing uh, to you know feel good, Definitely. even if we are isolated. So I have a list. Mm. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm list, very Daniel? impressed, Rose. You sent me this. <laughs> I think it's very good. It's very comprehensive. I think we can discuss all of these points and see if we have any, I mean, I don't think I have any to add. I mean, Rose really went to town on this list. So (laughs) I just thought about um, it this morning and I just wrote down a bunch of stuff. I'm very impressed. Shall we just discuss them point by point and then go from there? Yes, absolutely. You want to go with point one, Daniel? Sure. So the number one point of that from Rose's extensive list of things to (laughs) things, we'll call this things to do when in isolation or not isolation, but like, self uh, yes. um self-isolation what do you call it? yeah we'll call it um quarantine tips tips yeah. on what to do in quarantine <laughs> what to do in a quarantine so number one keep in touch oops my phone just turned off there we go that's not <laughs> good okay keep in touch with your loved ones skype or facetime calls are really great take advantage of the technology that we had um that we have right now yes. um and just really try to t- keep so, keep that human contact with people that you're not seeing on a regular basis anymore Yes. So mm-hmm. we were discussing this yesterday when we were having our three-way Skype call. See, that's yes. what we did yesterday. We chatted yeah. for two hours with wine and beer and I had yeah. vodka soda <laughs> and uh, it was really fun. And, it was. Um, 
yeah, it gives the, you know, it gives the kind of feeling that you're actually, mm-hmm. you know, out with your friends or your family. So yeah. if, um, especially if you aren't living with anybody, this is very important. Uh, we are social. We are very social creatures. We cannot survive independently. So take advantage mm-hmm. of the fact that we are living in a time where, you know, we have the privilege of technology because yeah. we were talking about Shakespeare yesterday. <laughs> and I was I was listening to um, Jenna Marbles and Julian's podcast as well, yeah. and they're YouTubers, by the way, if you don't know. Yeah. Um, and they were talking about how Shakespeare was in quarantine at some point, and he wrote a play while he was in quarantine because Shakespeare yeah. does not have a phone. He did not not have YouTube. He did not have a WhatsApp. He didn't have any of these things. So imagine being in quarantine in that situation with none of this. Exactly. Exactly. None of. So this. we have to look at this as like. Yes a very like in in the terms of technology it's amazing like I'm texting everyone still I'm staying in touch and like yeah. I don't know about you but yesterday it was kind of cool because I've never done a three-way Skype call either and yeah. yeah it felt like afterwards it actually felt like we had just gone out for like wine somewhere but you know you, what I mean like yeah, yeah we, 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 we all gone up <laughs> I did I did get a little bit tipsy I'm not gonna lie I was kind of useless afterwards yeah <laughs> yeah you did it was giant i was i i tried to take a nap because i could not work i had three of those like i had cans of like vodka soda had three yeah. of them and uh I, yeah i couldn't work i was pretty useless <laughs> after but it was a it was a fun time yeah. it sucks because when because like i what do you call it at nighttime your nighttime is like my mm. kind of mid mid-afternoon yeah so i always have to get day drunk every time i drink with you <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, you know what? If we're doing this, um, I may, I'll make mm-hmm. a promise to you, Rose, when I move back to Calgary and we're recording episodes of the podcast in Calgary, we'll do an episode where we're drinking, but it will be at an appropriate time for you. So it'll be like in the <laughs> evening. So you don't I have mean, to don't feel like I, I enjoy, I do enjoy a little day drinking, so yeah. it's, it's fine. Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I think that's so, a yeah, really, really good contact. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep, so number one, definitely, definitely, definitely keep contact. Okay. Even through like, you know, even through texting, if you don't want to do a full on Skype call, you could text, you could send them voice, voice notes. I really enjoy those. Oh, I love Um, voice notes. Yes. They're my new favorite thing. (laughs) I know. Right. It's so convenient. Yeah. Cause sometimes you like have an idea and you're like, I want to text it, but the texting will just take way too long. So, you know, you know what? I'm screw this. I'm going to send a voice note. So yeah, exactly. All right. So second thing is to Mm-hmm. Oh, you do you want to read it? it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's your list. Well, so. you don't you don't have to read it point by point. I mean, you don't have to read it True. word by word, Daniel. You know, you have to you got, you got to um, improvise a little bit. You know okay, what I'm okay. saying? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so um, number two is uh, keep a to do list. So this is something again. You don't have to do any of these. These mm-hmm. are just little tips. So if you feel like being a potato, feel you know, be a potato. But mm-hmm. um, I think for me, to help me feel sane, um, I like having at least a small to-do list, even if it means, you know, a tiny little thing, uh, you know, like picking up the mail or, you know, yeah. uh, meditating 10 minutes, which we'll talk about later. Um, yeah. It really helps uh, when I go about my day to have a to-do list and check these mm-hmm. little things off through the day. It makes me feel motivated. It makes me feel a little bit more, you know, like I'm, you know, contributing to society and not being <laughs> a potato. What do you think, Dan? What do you think of my to-do list idea? See, I actually like it. I don't do to-do lists usually. Like, I mean, I used to do mm-hmm. them when I was at work in the office. Um, yeah. I haven't done them since I've been in Spain. But actually, mm-hmm. during this time, it's a really good idea because I think some some days, I still get some stuff done on these days. I've been pretty good. But like, I do lose a mm-hmm. bit of focus and stuff. And I think if I had a list just to like, maybe before I go to bed or the first thing in the morning, write a list of all the things that I want to get done that day. Um mm-hmm. 
it could really help me stay on track. And also if I do get bored, it's something I can revert mm-hmm. back to and say, oh, actually, okay, there's a few more things I need to get done today. So I think that's yeah, actually a really I mean, good point. Yeah, you could jot down whatever we're talking about right now just to like remind yourself mm-hmm. of, you know, anytime you feel kind of like unmotivated or you're like, you know, feel like you're in a rut because you're yeah. just home all day. Just remind yourself, oh, okay, I could do this now. Maybe I'll go and give my mom a call or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, so. that's a really good point. I'm going to I'm gonna start doing that by t- starting tomorrow. I'm going to write a list in the mornings. Oh, okay, That's going to be my Daniel. thing when I get up. All right. <laughs> so number three, Daniel, would you like to would you like to do the honors? Yes. So number three is basically get up get caught up on housework or kind of spring any i say spring cleaning what is spring um it is spring (laughs) so like do do some chores or some stuff that you've been maybe putting off for a while maybe your oven needs a clean and you haven't done it for a while and you're like actually let's get this done i'm here i might as well um i again i think that's a really good point um especially like when you're constantly working and really, really busy, you can fall behind really easily on housework. And I think this is just the perfect opportunity if you're home all day. I mean, you could get, you could get ahead of how with housework instead Uh of behind. I know. Right. It's like, we're always behind on things like Mm. chores that we, you know, we often put it off, especially if you're very busy. That's definitely me. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, this is a great chance to just kind of declutter, clean, you know, do the laundry, all that good stuff. And it can be very satisfying. Even just one little clean can be very satisfying. You can organize that. I don't know if you're a family or you have this, but like one thing I always had growing up is my parents always had what we call a messy drawer. And it was like just one drawer in the kitchen. Yeah. And it was just like where all the random shit would go. Like there's just, and this is the opportunity (laughs) to organize that messy drawer. (laughs) So go for it. Yeah, go for it, guys. Just mm-hmm. go and declutter, throw out yeah. things if you need to. Uh, and just even if it means just, um, you know, folding up laundry, like even just yeah. little things can be very satisfying and can make you feel a lot better. And uh, because you're going to be home, you might as well create an environment that's kind of nice. Yeah. And, um, you know, fun to be around. Exactly. Another, th- <laughs> another thing you could do with regards to decluttering and everything else. I'm not sure if it's on the list. So if it is, I apologize. Yeah. But like while you're, you know, organizing, cleaning, all this kind of stuff, maybe go through your clothes and, you know, maybe there's some stuff that you could donate to charity or, you know, things that like you don't wear anymore. You're like, actually let's, let's really declutter and really focus on getting this space where I want it in these next two weeks or however long Mm -hmm. this quarantine lockdown (laughs) self-isolation goes on for, you know? So, Oh God. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's a really, really good point. I like that one. Definitely. Yes. Um, next is have fun in the kitchen. So this is, you know, Mm. your chance to be a little bit creative with what you might already have. Since a lot of us, we're trying to go to the grocery store less and less, if even, and maybe the grocery stores Mm. are empty. I don't know. Uh, So have fun with your pantry, have fun with your freezer, maybe get rid of some things in your pantry that have been sitting there for months. Um, You know, maybe this is the time to... Uh, slow cook some things because often I, you know, I like to whip up dishes in 10 minutes, but sometimes it's really nice to take like an hour, two hours just to cook something. It's a bit therapeutic. Exactly. Just being in the kitchen, chopping that veg, grilling (laughs) stuff, you know, it's just like, no, I, I, I hear you on that one. Sometimes it's, it's nice because generally in our everyday lives, well, I, I don't know about you, but like, I find I have very little time like maybe Mm -hmm. not so much in Spain, but when I was working and stuff in London is like my whole thing of cooking most of the time, once in a while on the weekends, if I had extra time, I'd want to make something nice. But most of the time it was like something I could cook really, really fast on the go meal prep really quick, get it done. And then, you know, go to bed or do whatever I had planned that day, you know? 
So this, this you're right. This yeah. is such a good opportunity to kind of play around in the kitchen, get ex- get get excited, experiment. Get excited, yeah. Yeah. Experiment exactly. Mm. So try some new flavors, try some new things, yeah. you know. So speaking of experimenting and Mm -hmm. being, you know, having fun, number Mm -hmm. five is take your creativity to the next level. So, yeah, indulging in creative uh, activities could be something that you could do. So like when you say creative activities like painting or like drawing or Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. What about writing? Oh, writing. Yeah, yeah. Creative writing. Um, what about also with this being this category as well? Like, for example, if some people are like learning a new language or studying or that, that's something that they could be doing as well as with their creative. Of course. Actually, I have that in a separate category, but it's pretty much, you know, it's a similar concept. Okay. So yes, um, definitely the, uh, learning something new, which is, uh, point Mm -hmm. 10 actually, we'll talk about that. But I mean, same thing, you know creativity in your own way it doesn't have to be an yeah. art project but it could be yeah learning a new thing or taking mm-hmm. up a hobby which i think is a separate thing as well but just yeah. you know doing a project that kind of sparks a certain level of creativity maybe mm-hmm. yeah that's I what i that, was thinking i think that could be really useful for people with kids as well because i know there's lots of like online yes. like crafts and activities that you could be doing so those of you that are you know in self-isolation Stuck. with your with your children <laughs> Um, oh lord (laughs) then this could be something that you could do with them just to kind of like take up some of the time because i know that just from working with children here in spain that they are very demanding and they are very Very energetic so Mm -hmm. yes and very energetic so i can only imagine what no this is not in our old age (laughs) (laughs) all right you want to read uh number six yes so number six okay so this is talking about and you might have to go into a little bit Oh, I, I guess okay. you kind of went into some points, but it's basically talking about starting a quote side hustle. So yes. some kind of like extra business or if you had like maybe you had a, a business idea or an entrepreneurial idea that you just haven't had the time to explore or look into. It's like now you have the time off work. So it could be, you know, maybe starting a YouTube channel. It could be, you know, uh, starting a podcast. It could be um, maybe you wanted to start. I don't know, some kind of arts and crafts project that you wanted to sell at a crafts fair or I don't know, online business, tons of stuff. Maybe you want to write that business plan you've been thinking of for years. You have time Mm -hmm. for that now. Exactly. So this Mm -hmm. is a potential opportunity for some people. Uh, Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people that, you know, maybe want to start a YouTube channel or want to start a blog, but they never have the time because they're busy in their, you know, in their working lives and their social lives. And I know that a lot of people are still working because we're and a lot of people are still able to work from home, which is fantastic. But Mm -hmm. now you have some extra time in the evening because you're not going out to dinners, you're not going out to, you know, see your friends as much. So this is a great opportunity that you could potentially take advantage of if you are somebody that falls into this category. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I it's think a great that's time. A very good advice. Yeah. So you can you can not only consume content, but you can mm-hmm. also uh, uh, create content. So yeah. I like I like it. Well, I mean, and technically we're kind of like we're following quite a few of these steps, Rose, yeah. because that's one of the things we're doing with this podcast. We're rec- we're recording extra episodes and giving you extra some episodes. extra juicy content coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> extra depressing content coming your way. <laughs> Just kidding. No, not in this podcast. Not in this one. Not in this one. We're being no. positive. Half yes. half positive. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right. Number seven. 
So number seven, one of Rose's favorite things to do. Do you want to tell us, Rose? (laughs) (laughs) It is um, do an at-home spa, the full-on treatment, grooming session. You know, maybe you want to do that 10-step skincare routine. You want to do a face mask. Maybe you want to do a a hair mask. You want to sit in the bath, you know, bubble (laughs) bath with a glass of wine or a book. Mm. If you want to just, you know... Yeah, just do the full-on treatment. You know, maybe you have some kind of home spa equipment that you haven't yeah. used for months. This like is a foot the massager or something, or like mm-hmm. a you know, like those hot stones that you can like put on your body if you have. Because like I know some people have yes. those like weird hot stone things that they probably never use. So yeah, yeah, this is the opportunity. The reason I said that it's Rose's favorite thing, I have to say that I do have to comment <laughs> on this. Is wait, what's what's my what's my favorite thing? It's doing an at-home spa, and the reason is. Is because <laughs> I remember when we used to live together, you used to do those Korean face masks. Yeah. I used to yep. do those. Do you remember those Korean face masks? Yeah. And they uh, look. Daniel, I just. Daniel, would you like to see? Oh, I just no. got a shipment. I just oh. got a shipment. For those of you not watching the video, I am holding like a giant stack of Korean face masks. Oh, my God. <laughs> I ordered these at the perfect time. Yeah, you definitely did. So Yay. you could do one every day, Rose. <laughs> I could, but that would be quite expensive. <laughs> Your skin's going to be flawless. It's um, going to be so good. No one's going to see it, but it's going to be so nice. <laughs> yeah. And like the thing with these Korean face masks, if you guys haven't seen them before, when someone's wearing them, it does look a little bit like Hannibal Lecter from like Silence of the Lambs or something. Like they're really scary. They're like it this... puts the lotion on its skin or <laughs> yes. it gets the hose again. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, but they are really good. We used, I didn't we use one at one time? It was like a tomato one or something. I'm sure we did. I'm sure I made, I made you put one on and I'm pretty sure we watched Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, I think we definitely did. Oh God. Speaking of Breaking Bad. Uh, oh, actually that's number nine, but uh, would you like yeah. to read number eight? Number eight. Yes. So number eight is talking about reading that book that you've been putting off reading lately or Let's say there's that really, you know, exciting book that you've been meaning to read and you just haven't found the time. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. Now you have the time. <laughs> so <laughs> open that I book wrote up. Down that, yes, open that book up now. And mm-hmm. I wrote that uh, my other tip with reading is um, mm-hmm. you could turn on some, you know, nice, chill cafe, jazzy music, sit down Ooh. with a cup of coffee oh, and yes. sit down with a book and you'll feel yeah. like maybe a little bit like you're in a cafe. Oh, I like that a lot, Rose. I like the whole idea of like, get the coffee going, a nice, yes. nice cup of coffee, get the, get that certain ambiance, that uh, je ne sais quoi <laughs> with that chilled ambient music and just read it and dive into a book. Get in your comfy chair and drift away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and drift, uh, drift, drift into a book, into a nice, oh. nice story. Now, this is something I definitely want to start doing because I yeah. have always said that I am a an aspiring reader. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I aspire to be a reader. I am, I've always struggled with it. I've yeah. always struggled with making time to read. Mm. And um, I really, really want to try this time yeah. to to actually read, even if I, it's just a little bit. Yeah, I think I've, I've, I echo that statement with you because I'm also, I consider myself also an aspiring reader because <laughs> I used to love, when I was younger, I used to love reading. And then yeah. for whatever reason, I like kind of got out of it. Like I still read sometimes, but it's just like very few and far between. And I don't mm-hmm. really get stuck into many novels. Or if I do, I'll read them for a l- short time and then I stop, you know? So yeah. I yeah. just feel like that's a habit that I need to like try to get back into. And, you know, now I have the time and 
The only issue is a lot oh. of the books here are in Spanish. And, <laughs> uh, what I was going to say was, if you guys have any suggestions, if you're watching on YouTube or somewhere where you can comment, mm-hmm. uh, maybe on Patreon even, uh, if you have any suggestions for nice books, uh, leave them down below. Maybe yeah. some, you know, nice novels, uh, some of your favorite books. Let me know. Um, which brings us to the next point, which is consume content to your liking, but be mindful of how you're feeling when you're consuming the content. So what yeah. I mean by this is, of course, again, we are in the age of content. We have yeah. so much content that we could not get through. Um, we cannot get through even the, you know, ten percent of it if we wanted to exactly. in yeah. our lifetime. So we have Netflix, we have YouTube, we have podcasts, we have even Instagram, um, Amazon Prime, we have Crave, we have all kinds of different things that we could utilize to our advantage, but also mm-hmm. be mindful of what you're consuming because it can be um, sometimes a negative experience for a lot of people. Maybe yeah. you're spending too much time on social media and it's not giving you you know, the, the right vibes, if you will, um, but if you, you know, consume it in a way that's positive mm-hmm. for you, uh, it could be good. So, again, if you have any shows or, you know, any podcast recommendations, uh, anything like that, leave them below. But, yeah. Daniel, would you like to give us some examples of sh- some shows you've been enjoying? Yeah. Well, I've been... T- <laughs> I mean, some of the shows have been a bit cheesy that I've been watching lately, but... Uh, one of the shows I watch on Netflix, this one's a bit dark, so I would suggest only watching a few episodes. Don't get too into it because some of them were a bit intense and I found myself going to a bit of a dark place. So that was The Trial of Gabriel Fernandez. So that's very okay. intense watch. So just be mindful of that before you watch it. It's but a it bit is, dark, isn't it? Yeah, it's dark. And then I've also been watching I Am a Killer, which is also <gasps> very, very dark. Which I recommended. Why yeah. did I recommend it to you, Daniel? I don't know, Rose, because I've been watching. It's good. It's a good series. Like, it's interesting, but it's yeah. like, it's very, like, these people have had very very intense lives and it's like mm-hmm. really full on. Um, so then I started watching this. Um, actually I finished now this oh. Spanish series called um, toy boy. And basically it's about these like five, I think it's five exotic male dancers in Spain and their lives basically. <laughs> and they're, the guys are like super, super hot. Like that's yeah. the main reason for watching it, to be honest. I mean, it wasn't that great of a story, but you know, there's some nice eye candy. So um that was good and what else have I watched I think that oh and I also watched um it's kind of like a quirky kind of like teen one called um yeah I'm not okay with this and it's about this girl that gets like she's getting like superpowers or something's happening to her and it's kind of interesting it was a good little like kind of mindless watch <laughs> good I like your recommendations uh-huh and anything I, else and, and one thing I'd always recommend watching because it's just comic gold and I freaking love it is RuPaul's Drag Race so if you haven't is watched there a new Ru- season no well there is a new season but it's not on Netflix yet but there's 11 uh, seasons on Netflix so oh wow knock your heart that is out a good yeah that is a good marathon yeah it's you, definitely like a kind of a feel-good show you know exactly if you haven't seen it before definitely get stuck in start watching it you will fall in love and it is so funny so yeah and if and if you watch something that's kind of dark you could also watch an episode of rupaul's drag race to kind of you know balance it out like daniel does that's exactly what i do you know it's like a rupaul's drag race and then something really really dark and sinister and then i'm a killer (laughs) and then i'm a killer oh god uh well i also um let me think of oh another idea that i um that i read is you could uh make an make an effort to maybe watch all of the nominees of uh uh the oscars so maybe oh for yeah, like, yeah yeah because there was like what six um nominees for best picture you could watch all mm-hmm. of those if that's something that you can do um yeah. but another show that i watched actually on amazon prime do you have amazon prime 
I don't know. I just have Netflix. Okay, so for those of you that have Amazon Prime Video, uh, mm. you could watch. There's a show called Modern Love. It's kind of nice and cute. Um, every single every single episode is a little bit different. Um, it is completely different story, and mm. uh, it's based on stories uh, from some kind of New York City column, uh, and it's called Modern Love. So they take like real life stories and kind of turn them into um, you know a show, and it's just kind of nice and feel good. And oh, that's it's so not cute. It, yeah, it's not like life changing, but it's it's cute and it's good to watch um especially in a time like this if we need something a little bit you know a little bit cute and a little pick me up yes exactly uh so yeah let me Mm. know guys if you have any um recommendations of shows or podcasts or any sort of content that uh you would recommend binging at this time leave them in the comments definitely all right daniel would you like to read number 10 number 10 so we kind of touched on this before Mm -hmm. Um, but again, learning something new. So taking this time, taking advantage of this time to, you know, if you're learning a language or you're having an online course that you're doing, or there's something that you want to learn, like maybe, mm, I don't know, sign language or something, anything really, you have the time to do it. So really take advantage of this, this time of self-isolation to, you know, see what's out there online, see what other skills you can, you can acquire during this time. Mm-hmm. You could also, you know, improve on a hobby. Like if you yeah. wanted to brush up on your piano or your guitar. Oh my God, I'm so sad because my guitar, one of my strings broke. So I have no. to get it fixed. Um, but I do have a ukulele that I could practice on. So, um, oh, there you go. yeah, you could do that, <laughs> you know, practice, you know, <laughs> practice an instrument, um, mm. learn a language, which is amazing. There's apps for yeah. that as well. And also, mm-hmm. I mean, one thing you could do is like schedule this in. So again, you feel like you're kind of, you know, being productive. So if it's something that, you know, you feel like you're not going to do unless you schedule it in, you could schedule it in, into your, um, into your, you know, day so that, yeah. you know, you do it maybe an hour exactly. a day, you know, write it on your, write it on your list of to do your list of to do's in the morning. When you get up, you, you schedule yes. an hour in. So yes. be extra productive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's number? So number 11 is uh, something Daniel's been doing pretty good at, right? Yeah. It's exercise. So, exactly. Number 11 is exercise. So one of the hardest things, at least for me, when I, when I started doing this like self-isolation, well, mandatory now, um, is cause I, I go to the gym quite a lot, like four times a week. And also since I've been in Spain, I've been walking everywhere. So I was like stressed mm-hmm. that I wasn't going to be able to, you know, I'm just gonna be sitting in the house all day, not really doing anything. Um, but luckily we have like a roof terrace, so we just go up there, me and my roommate, and we've been doing some exercises up there. And then also, you know, while I'm sitting like in my room or even in the living room, um, I'll often get up and just do a couple stretches and stuff just to kind of like make sure I'm not getting too stiff. Um, so I think those are, those are really, really good things. And actually just getting up on the roof and doing those exercises after doing them, I felt so good. Like I just felt really like, oh, I felt so much better, you know? So I think it's so good to do it. Yeah just moving your body hey exactly it helps your mental your mental state as well right because it releases those endorphins so i think it's really really important yeah i mean there's tons of home workouts you could be doing there's lots Mm -hmm. on you know youtube and just free workouts that you could find um even again even just walking around your home even stretching all of that can make a big difference and if you're still able to go outside uh but not necessarily you know you don't want to you want to avoid large crowds essentially if you're still able to go outside though you can take a walk to the park Mm -hmm. um obviously making sure that you're being careful washing your hands and all of those things uh when you do go outside but um that can make a big difference into your day as well so I do plan on hopefully, I mean, today looks really cold, <laughs> but, um, I do plan yeah. on hopefully like, <laughs> oh. taking a little walk, even just to the park. Um, 
and just kind of being outside a little bit. No, definitely. I think it's so important. And that's Mm -hmm. one thing I think that's one of the hardest things though, because I'm used to walking so much every day. So I think just by doing the exercise, it makes me feel good. Like just Mm it's like some form of doing something, you know? Yeah. Um, So I think it's really, really important. And what's Mm -hmm. number 12? I think this might be your favorite one, Daniel. It probably (laughs) is. Let me see. Oh, it definitely. Oh, (laughs) you know me too well. I do. I had to add this in there. (laughs) Number 12 is sleep in. Um, Sleep in. (laughs) Because, and actually this is probably one of my favorite activities um, (laughs) or non-activity if you have it. So basically the thing is, the thing, the funny thing with sleeping in is I know that I say it's my favorite activity. Like I don't actually sleep in that late. What happens is I'll get up at like a decent time, but then I'll just stay in bed. So like I'll lay in bed yeah. for a while and just like really take my time to get up and have my coffee mm-hmm. in the morning and things like that. And I just love that process, you know, so I yes. that process or that like just Daniel being able to do that. It. He loves it. So I know this isn't something, it's not necessarily like productive, um, but I did think about this and I think, you know, for me, this is something I don't do. Uh, I don't allow myself to do it when I'm, you know, in normal mode, but, uh, because I'm so busy and I have so much, you know, you know, I always complain that I don't have enough time in a day, but now this is my chance to let my body just sleep. You know, it's nice. You know, it's something that I, uh, have definitely, this is the one thing I've been really enjoying, just not even setting an alarm and just letting my body wake up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's something that again, we don't, um, allow ourselves to do always. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying this is something we want to keep doing, uh, forever, but this could be a blessing in disguise. And, uh, Mm -hmm. we can take this opportunity to just let ourselves sleep and kind of not feel guilty about it at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, definitely. That's good. This this next one, I'll talk about it because I don't think Daniel uh, can resonate too much with it. No, no, this is definitely a rose point. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So this is, again, another suggestion. And um, it's something that I'm definitely going to restart because it's something I fell off uh, of the wagon and it is practicing meditation. So Mm -hmm. I talk about this a lot and um, there's a lot of science behind how meditation can help so many different uh, issues, especially mental health. So I, we've touched on it before that mental health is something that is something we need to take into consideration, especially in this self isolation period. It can be very difficult. I mean, you and I were pretty good, I think in terms of our mental health, but um, there are a lot of people that are, you know, that have anxiety, that have depression, that have a lot of, Mm. you know, you know, even severe or also not so severe uh, mental health issues that can um, be worsened by self-isolation and not being able to communicate. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm going to be, I'm going to be completely honest. Like as someone that, you know, I'm not the most anxious person or I'm not, I don't, I get stressed a bit sometimes, but I'm overall quite like balanced, I would say. And actually this whole situation, you know, has actually heightened my levels of stress. And for the first time I've felt quite anxious lately. So I think mm-hmm. this is something just to be mindful of those people that are anxious already as, as individuals to be in situations like this. It is a bit extra stressful and it is anxious because you don't know what's happening. Um, and to kind of take that point to be able to take, take a step back and, you know, try doing the meditation maybe to help kind of calm that down a little bit. You yeah. Know? And there's, mm-hmm. again, there's lots of, you know, there's apps where you can meditate, uh, for free. There's also, you know, tons of meditation guides on YouTube. You can just mm. do a 10 minute, just search up. If you're not used to meditation, just search up on YouTube, 10 minute guided meditation. You'll find so many videos and, um, mm. just, 
yeah, it's it's a good idea. I'm going to start doing it today. And um, it's just good for your mental health overall. Even if you don't have any issues, any problems, and you think you're a very yeah. healthy person, it it's one of those things that I think is, it's like exercising for your mind. So it's yeah. good to um, keep that in mind. So if, this could be something you could add into your to-do list in the morning. <laughs> Definitely. Add a, add, a, add a little slot in your many to-dos that you're going to be adding in there. <laughs> yes. And then number 14, would you like to read that, Daniel? Yeah. So number 14 is take it slow. So really just mm-hmm. that, I think that's really just about enjoying your day and, you know, you don't have any specific, you might have a list of to-dos, but you don't necessarily have specific deadlines as exactly times to get things done. So take your time, go to the kitchen, have a nice relaxing, you know, cooking session, make something new and exciting. Then go maybe watch a series on Netflix after you've had a sleep and you've laid in bed all, like not all day, but like for a little while and like just kind of take your time and enjoy this almost Um, it's not a break per se, but enjoy this kind of like time where it's like, we don't have 101 things going on and we can actually take this time to just, you know, for ourselves a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like obviously it's not the ideal situation and we're not necessarily choosing to, uh, self isolate, but also maybe take this as an opportunity that, you know, maybe this is the time that we can relax. We're so stressed out. We're so busy. Mm -hmm. We have so much going on. And this is the time that, you know, we can allow ourselves to take it slow. I used to do this thing where I would force myself to take a day and I would do, uh, what I would call a productive lazy day. So, Basically, it's kind of like exactly how you described where you kind of have a a few things on the to do list and you still want to get a few things done so that you don't feel like a complete, you know, couch potato. But (laughs) but, uh, which is fine, too. If you want to be a couch potato, totally go for it. Um, But Mm. I still have like a couple things on the, you know, maybe do laundry and cook a dinner or something like that. And. Um, But taking it very slow and not, you know, having a forced schedule or a rigid schedule and just, you know, basically being, you know, not stressed out. So this Mm -hmm. is a great time to take it slow, take advantage of this unfortunate situation and Mm -hmm. allow yourself to de-stress. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I like that. And I think that brings us to the last point, Rose, if you want to kind of wrap this up. Yeah, tell us a number, lucky number 15. (laughs) So this is number 15 and it is to stay alert, not anxious. This is a quote by, well, I think it's by uh, a YouTuber called Dr. Mike, who's also Mm -hmm. a doctor and um, he does some great, uh, some great videos that are quite informative uh, Mm. about this current uh, COVID-19 situation. So if you want to follow him, his name is Dr. Mike. He makes videos on YouTube and he does uh, updates on the coronavirus from trusted sources um but he says to yeah he says to stay informed but try not to be anxious so stay um stay alert not anxious um you know make sure you're getting information from trusted sources and you know taking the advice from the professionals and recognize that self-isolation is not necessarily a bad thing it's actually a good thing right now because like we Mm -hmm. we've discussed this is going to help flatten the curve which daniel you know a little bit more about the curve Right. Yeah. Can you explain the curve situation? Well, I don't I don't know it too, too <laughs> well, but from my uh, my brief understanding of it, basically what the curve represents is the number of people that get diagnosed within a certain period of time. And basically <clears throat> there's like a it's like a graph. And at one point of the graph, they have kind of a dotted line, which is a region or a city's hospital capacity. And the whole idea of flattening the curve is by by spreading out the way that people are being or the number of people that are getting infected. So, you know, not 
a thousand people all at once. It's like 10 people at a time so that the hospital can deal with it. It flattens out the overall impact and it stays below this is in theory below the threshold of what the hospitals can manage so whereas if you don't control it and you have this massive massive spike it's going to go above the hospital's threshold of capacity and they're going to get similar to what's happening in italy and a lot of other countries inundated with with patients that they just don't have the capacity to handle um so it's about looking at flattening that curve so still probably similar number of people get infected but it's spread out over a longer period of time and the hospitals and the infrastructure are better able to um cope and deal with that um with that risk that's happening mm-hmm. um just a little side note as well you know this doctor yeah. mike that you're talking about is he the one that's like the hot doctor yes he's very hot oh yeah. <laughs> did i send you yeah there was a thing like coming up about this hot doctor and I was like, Oh, I don't think you sent it to me. This is like a while ago. So I was thinking, I wasn't sure if it was the same person, but yeah, he's so not only should you get informed about the COVID-19 virus, <laughs> but also if you want some eye candy while you are sell- in self isolation, <laughs> check out Dr. Mac. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He is a very good looking man and he's a doctor. It's your type, Daniel. Oh God, that is true. I always go for doctors. And I think so. he's straight. So <laughs> your type exactly. Okay. Oh God, bros, that is not my type. Okay. <laughs> doctors. Yes. Okay. Don't, don't p- paint me with that tainted brush. Okay? Oh God damn. Well, yes, he is very good looking, so mm-hmm. he's not bad to look at, but I mean, bless him. He looks so tired uh, in the last video because he's also working at the hospital. So imagine yeah. how, you know, like, thank God for these, you know, people that are in these professions, like imagine. I don't know if you guys could hear, probably not on this mic because I mean, I mean on this, because it, it's, it's good at not picking up too much background noise, but at eight o'clock, so it's eight oh seven now at eight o'clock and I could hear it in the background. Everyone in the city, they, they go on their balconies or not everyone, but a lot of people go on their balconies and clap and cheer for all the hospital and the professionals that are working in the, you know, for the virus. So they're like kind of cheering them on being like, thank you so much. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, is that happening yeah. right now? Well, no, it's just finished, but I could hear it in the background. Oh my God, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Well, like my point exactly, it's like these people, you know, uh, they are literally risking potentially their lives to exactly. help people. So exactly. yeah, our, you know, we, the least, the least we could do is stay home, right? Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, exactly. I mean, that's the minimum, you know, you know what the I mean? bare minimum. And there's, and, yeah. and like, and like we've discussed in this podcast, there's lots and lots of stuff that you can be doing, um, keeping yeah. busy. And actually, you know what? This, this period of self-isolation is going to fly by so fast because we're going to be so busy doing all this stuff. Um, and we're just going to be like, wow. I've just like, given you 15 things you could do. Exactly. And you could do one thing a day. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, one thing that I'm going to take away from this podcast that I wasn't doing before, because a few of those things I was doing, um, but one of them is to start a to-do list. And I want to do that starting first thing tomorrow. When I get out of bed at around 12.30, 1 o'clock, um, I will... <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I am kidding. I'm kidding. Um, yeah. Uh, but when I get out of bed, I'm going to start writing a list and that's going to be my little to-do yeah. list. Nothing crazy. I'm, I'm going to have like a, like take it slow. Like you said as well, point number, I don't know, 14 or 13, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. take it slow, but have a few kind of key things that I want to get done throughout the day, which I think mm-hmm. will help me stay focused and sane. God damn. And listen yeah. to this podcast. That's another little, oh, yeah, little exactly. tip right there. We'd be listen, putting out the extra content. Exactly. Listen to the podcast. And mm-hmm. don't forget to tell your friends and family if they're needing some ideas of what to do during this time. Just forward this podcast yeah. onto them, you know, like yeah. no big deal. Let them know. <laughs> Say, hey, listen to, listen to Rose and Daniel. They've got some good, good advice and tips. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we'd, be, we'd be on the page. Oh, we're going to record a Patreon episode later today as well. We're going to do uh, my crazy dating rules. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something fun and cheerful during this 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 period of time. But that will be ex- our, one of our many now uh, Patreon exclusives. Uh-huh. So we have a few other Patreon exclusives that if you do decide to go on over to Patreon, then there's a few more uh, exclusive yeah. episodes that you can get as well. <clears throat> yeah. And um, yeah. oh, a few fire tips, a few extra little tips. Number one mm-hmm. for me, what helps is making my bed in the morning. Daniel, maybe you want to start doing this. Oh, God. <laughs> it, it takes two seconds. It honestly takes like less than a minute to make your bed. And it the science is proven, I think, I think, mm. don't quote me, that yeah. um, you get like a dopamine hit when you, you know, achieve something in the morning. Like as soon as you get up, you you okay. achieve something, you've cleaned something. <laughs> Daniel's rolling his eyes. <laughs> um, but that's that's just a little suggestion. That's something yeah. you could do so you don't feel like a potato. Did um, you ever, did you used to always make your bed or you didn't in the morning? No, I didn't before, yeah, I but didn't then I so. started doing it. Oh, I didn't think that you, that you um, made your bed because our friend Christelle used to always be like, I don't get why you and Rose don't make your beds. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. I used to not make my bed yeah. and then I started uh, making it, you know, once in a while, like maybe, mm. you know, once in a blue moon. And then I started doing it more frequently yeah. and then now I pretty much do it every day. So yeah. like there are, there's maybe once a week that I don't, yeah. but, um, I've, I've successfully made it a habit. Wow. Um, and do you find, it, do you okay. find it makes you feel better during the day? I mean, I'm sure it's like a very tiny, tiny, tiny little, <laughs> yeah. you know, improvement, but yeah. like it does it make you feel like you've achieved something in the morning. So mm. I think, I think the way that you handle the mornings, um, does kind of determine, you know, a lot of your day. So yeah. it does kind of make me feel a little bit more, you know, organized. And when I see my room, I don't feel that it's clustered, like, because the, the yeah. entire room could be clean, but if my bed is not clean, it doesn't look clean to me. That's true. So that's very true. That's the thing that makes a difference. I think it's just like mm. a mental thing where, especially if I'm home all day, um, it's something that I want to be kind of like, you know, cleaned a little bit. Yeah. Um, another little thing is try to eat healthy, you know, if you can. Yeah. And, um, uh, but of course also indulge <laughs> <laughs> 80% healthy, 20% indulgence. Yeah. I've been, I've been indulging a little bit. I've been having some vegan cookies. Ooh, I've been baking. Damn. You can also bake. That's another thing Ooh, you do. Bake. Yes. A lot of people still, you know, a lot of people have flour, sugar, you know, baking soda, mm. baking powder, all those things. So you got to put them to work. Use them. Yeah. <laughs> I've also, I've already baked some, uh, some muffins. Ooh. Uh, new video coming soon on more quarantine friendly recipes. Oh, God damn. Why am I not, why am I not quarantined with you, Rose? I would definitely not go hungry. <laughs> oh my God. I would feed you so much food. There's so much food right now. So I wish you were quarantined with me. Oh my God. Can you imagine? We would have so much fun. Yeah. But then also I think towards the end of the quarantine, there might be a dead body on their hands after <laughs> Rose kills me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could never kill you. We, you know, we've been pretty much uh, quarantining ourselves when we were watching Breaking Bad. That's true. And we did that for about five days or four days. Yeah. <laughs> and like you and I were very codependent. So I think we That's will true. be fine when we're together all the time. Um, That's very true. Yeah. But I was just telling my roommate, I was like, oh my God, yesterday, cause I was like eating all day. Cause I'm kind of like, you know, a little bit bored. So I'm just eating. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, oh my God, you know, after this quarantine, we're all going to come out like extra 20 pounds on us. You know, <laughs> the quarantine 20. Yeah. <laughs> the quarantine 20. Well, you know, that's oh why you got to do God. these rooftop workouts and stuff, Rose. You got to keep them yeah. keep going, you know, I'm going to yeah. try, but even still, I, I just think like, I'm glad I'm doing them and I'm going to keep doing them. But like when I wasn't yeah. quarantined, I was also walking like two to 15 to 20,000 steps a day. 100%. So it's just crazy. Yeah. But you know, anyway, positive mindset, keep pushing it, keep working out. <sighs> yeah. 
Yeah. Anyways, well, that's pretty much mm-hmm. it, you guys. I hope this yeah. kind of uh, made up for the negativity in the last couple of episodes. Oh, yeah. um, oh God. Uh, I'm, we'll, we'll, we'll try to, uh, you know, bring you guys something a little bit positive every episode. Yeah. Um, but of course, we're always, we're human as well. So, you know, we kind of mm. try to have conversations as they feel natural. So, yeah. yeah, hopefully you guys got something from this. Let us know what your mm-hmm. thoughts were on this episode in the comment section. And, yeah. um, of course, once again, we're going to have some extra episodes on Patreon as always. Mm. Uh, so if you are, uh, if you are interested, check us out on patreon.com slash the savage podcast and Daniel, anything else to add? Um, no, I think that's pretty much it. You know, follow us on YouTube, follow us on Instagram and yeah, as always comment, let us know what you thought about the episode and any other ideas or things you want us to talk about. Just, uh, yes. fire it our way. All right. Thank you yeah. so much, you guys. Yeah, thanks for listening. Good luck. Bye. (laughs) Yeah, good luck. Bye.